Right, hello everyone, how are we doing? Welcome back to the podcast today. Today, we're doing a little new series on the podcast and it's going to be just going through each club. We're going to be inviting a guest from each club to come on the podcast and basically just discuss last season, transfer window, players you'd sign, players you want to get rid of uh, and looking forward to next season. We're going to try and do this with as many clubs as we can and today we're starting with Preston North End we've got Jack joining us. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's all good. So Jack, Preston fan. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I'm a sports journalism student at University of Central Lancashire. I'm also the co-host, one of the co-hosts of the Butter Pie podcast. Sorry to plug that in right there, but um, it's kind of they, they're kind of relying on me today. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's what I do, and uh, yeah, um, that's all. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So, how long have you been to get older at Preston and all that then? Well, this is my first season ticket, actually. Um, I only, you know, financial situations growing up and that have never been easy for me. So going to games has never really been much of a, you know, much, you know, it's been very easy for me. But, uh, you know, the past few years, though, been going a lot more regularly. Say, I'd say in the past, like, seven, eight years, I've been going a lot more regularly. And uh, I've seen a lot in these past few years. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine, I can imagine. So if we look at the season that's just gone, you finished uh usual position for you, sort of really in it, 13th, usually the kind Even of area. 11th. <laughs> yeah, 10th te- to 15th, usually where, where we see Preston at the end of the season. Uh, I'd say it's been a bit bit more of a successful season, maybe not in terms of the positioning straight away, but I think what you've built this season can definitely really help you for the future. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think it's been a very, it's been a story of two halves, really. You know, Frankie McAvoy came in and everyone was like, okay, he earned the job on merit. But when when it got to the really, you know, the business, you know, the championship, it became very quickly apparent he was not up to the job at all. The only regret is we should have sacked him earlier. But um, I felt like the owners, I'd say the owners, I'm not, I'm not trying to make any bold assumptions here. But I'm going to anyway. I don't, I'm just guessing that the board probably didn't want to swallow their pride. And they eventually did get rid of him, which came to the delight of many fans. And then we brought in Ryan Lowe. Um, for me, Ryan Lowe was the ch- top choice we should have gone for last summer. The fact we got in in the winter was, you know, fine. Great. He's now got half a season to really evaluate the squad and all that. And, uh, you know, he's brought in this really exciting style of play that I've not seen anything like ever in my lifetime. I've never seen us play with such energy and such attacking intention. It's It's been really, really good. I know some of the results haven't really reflected that, but... Um, a lot more fans are leaving the season with a lot more optimism and a lot more hope than we were at the start. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Lloyd's fantastic manager. I mean, you look what he did at Plymouth, even just this season. Um, you know, and then Schumacher took over and now they're not even got in, they didn't even get into the playoffs in the end and they were second to Ryan Lowe. So mm-hmm. I think that just shows the job that he's done. He's brought through some fantastic players as well uh, in his time there. Uh, and I think... It's really positive times, to be fair, to be Preston. You know, even, you know, as a Burnley fan, I, I think, obviously, we're not rivals, but you are another local side. Um, so, obviously, I made for a few Preston fans and all that. So, you know, you kind of 
kind of get the gist that things haven't been great recently, but it's definitely got a lot better since uh, Ryan's come in. Um, so obviously, I was going to ask you who your player of the season was, but I, I can probably guess who that's going to be. Who do you think? I'm going to guess Emil Reese. Daniel Everson. Really, Everson. He has been any. He's been unlike anything I've ever I'd seen. I'd have put him second. Really? Yeah. That guy is a freak of nature. <laughs> I've seen him pull off some of the most mental of saves. Like one that comes to mind is against Bournemouth. I think it was Dom Solanke had a head of flick on. You're thinking certain goal. Oh, we're going to go two 0 down. Game dead and buried. Um, no, Everson just pulls off this fingertip save, put, tips it wide of the post, and I'm just thinking, this guy is... I'm convinced this guy is just not of this world. And he's done a lot more since then, a lot more of those saves, and even did like a triple save against, I think it was Middlesbrough. Yeah, it was Middlesbrough, final day. He pulled off some mental saves. And it, it, for me, he's going to be a big loss. He's the best keeper I've ever seen at Deepdale. And we've had Jordan Pickford. Uh, and, but Daniel Leverson for me is the player of the season by a long stretch I mean Ben Whiteman and Emil Reese were my other shouts but I, I'd go Daniel Leverson Fair enough so I'm going back to Leicester now um, yeah I mean we'll get into the goalkeeping situation later on when we're looking towards next season the transfer window but yeah, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, Emil Reese, obviously, he's got 16 goals this season, joint top assist with Daniel Johnson. So he had a great impact going forward. So where do you think the downfall this season has been then? Because the midfield's really strong, well, in terms of central midfield anyway. You know, you've got Archer and Reese have been up front for the second half of the season. And Everton in goal. Where do you think that the downside's been? Because it's a good team on paper. For me, it's the quality and depth. We have these, you know, players who aren't up to scratch to play this system, you know, and uh, it's really shown in some games. Like we played Fulham and we lost 3-0 and we went away to Luton. We lost, it was 4-0 or something. And, um, you know, the quality and depth is where we've really struggled because we take, we take like Whiteman out of the team. Yes, we have Ledson, but Ledson isn't Whiteman. Whiteman just keeps everything ticking. And, you know, and I think there has been some inconsistent performers and uh, that's another weakness. We've been very inconsistent. Some of the individuals, um, such as I'm going to, I'm just going to name Alan Brown, who I I think is an absolutely amazing player, but he's just too inconsistent for my liking. And, uh, you know, and there's just... It's just that have, not having that quality in depth really made us suffer and uh, maybe doesn't really reflect the work Ryan Lowe has done with us. And, um, and, you know, in this few months span that he's had, he's really had to evaluate. And I feel like he, he knows, and we've seen them leave already and being transfer listed, that the, these players that have been pointed out and Ryan Lowe has figured out who is not up to scratch to play for this club. Yeah, so going into transfer window now, and it's a big job this this summer, isn't it? Really, I mean, there's a lot of players leaving in terms of all over the pitch, but I think the main concern has got to be the goalkeeping situation. You got Everson going back to Leicester. I, I think he'll definitely be pushing for the number one against Schmeichel. Ripley leaving League One wants to be a number one keeper. Fair enough. Hudson 
probably not good enough for championship. So it's just, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, you've got you know your director saying that the sixteen year old lad, the the Welsh international, um, is going to be definitely up there getting a chance this season. But I think you really need two decent keepers. So who would you go for? A backup, I'd go for an Alex Smithies on a free. Um, I feel like if he's there and he's available, I don't think you can do really any worse than if he's up for a backup. I've seen some people say get Andy Lonergan back, which makes me a little bit um, sceptical about whether he can still do it, maybe still perform if he's relied upon. But if you were, if I was to go for a number one, I'd go for Gavin Bazunu or Michael Cooper. Those two, for me, I we think we have to get... I mean, I'd go more for a Cooper, simply because he'd be a permanent option. Bazunu would simply just be a loan. And I feel like we need to stop relying on loans. And we, I, I think my number one priority would be Michael Cooper, permanent. He's got an abundance, you know, in quality... And just, he's really, really looked really, really, really good for Plymouth. And I just think we need to do everything we can to get him. If not, go for Gavin Bazunu on loan, even though there's a lot of interested buyers in him. I think you'd really struggle with Bazuna. He's been heavily with Southampton this week for a start. Um, I, 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 just, I just don't think it would happen. But Cooper... Neither do I, really, but that's that's my pick. If I Cooper, as you say, absolutely unreal this season. Um, yeah, what a keeper. 22 years of age, and he's been absolutely fantastic this season. I, def, I, I can't see him staying at Plymouth because I just think they'll get an offer where they just think we have to take it just because the money's just too good. I think people will be going into, like, three, four, five million for him, genuinely, because he's a really mm-hmm. good keeper. Yeah. Um, a lot of potential still in him as well. I mean, even as a Burnley fan, he'd be my number one replacement for Nick Pope. And, you know, this is like, and we're obviously going to try and get promoted again this season. So mm-hmm. top keeper, honestly, top, top keeper. So looking at Seth Vandenberg, he'll, he'll be going back to Liverpool. Do you reckon he'll join for the, for the third time, will it be? No, 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 no. I just, I think Liverpool will probably be looking at him and thinking, you know what, maybe you're ready for the, for the Premier League. And I think he'll go to, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't know which team he goes. He'd probably go to either a high-end championship team pushing for promotion or he'd go to a lower Premier League side on loan. Even Or even a permanent move away. You never know. Uh, maybe someone in Europe, maybe in the Eredivisie may look to get him on a permanent. But, um, I think that Vandenberg has, you know, exceeded us. He's much better than us, and I feel like his only for the next step of his career, he doesn't, he doesn't, he shouldn't return to us. I mean, I'd love for him to return, just for the better, for his, for the progression of his career and where he wants to be. He, he, Liverpool won't look to give him back to us. Yeah, so you sent the back options next season. You're looking at Bauer, Lindsay, DRB, stuff like that. Uh, you play back three, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you've you've only got really three centre-backs there. Uh, four, Andrew Hughes uh, plays centre-back now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, so, yeah, four centre-backs when you play three. So I think you need maybe another one or two. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is the, uh, the aim, really, to get two more in. One maybe for cover in the central area and one for the right centre-back spot. 
I feel like centre backs have been very crucial to us. Or well, I mean, they always are in any team, but the way we play, they are very, very crucial. And you know, I feel like left centre back is very much nailed on for Angie Hughes. That man's been a revelation. Yeah, no, again, another shout for player of the season. But um, you know, people are starting to argue maybe you know Bambo Diaby. If he's gonna, he will probably get a new deal. Will he challenge Bauer for that central spot? Probably. And the right centre back spot, people are just thinking we 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 really need someone to fill in that right side um, because Sep just oh he he showed absolute levels there, and I don't think we have anyone that can play on that right side because Lindsay's more of a left sided defender. So who would be your number one shout then? I have absolutely no idea, but I'm going to go for... I'd say Harry Darwin, if anyone. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. There you go. Uh, Harry Darling, he's he's actually been very, very good for MK yeah, Dons. But, um, he's still very young as well. 23. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be surprised if he uh, if he stays at MK Dons. I, I don't think like he will. I think MK let a few go, just because just the money's going to be just... So good, and I think with Sweeney and Manning, I think they'll just be able to find replacements like that. Mm-hmm, Sweeney, exactly. Sweeney's just a top, just the talent he finds amazing. And then Ryan, then uh, Ryan Law, then uh, Lee and Manning bringing it through. Yeah, they yeah. just work well together, and they're just going to keep bringing through them talents. Uh, I think there'll definitely be quite a few that end up leaving MK this season. And I think teams like Preston really should be should be the ones going for them because. I, I think MK should should have gone up, really. I, I'm surprised it didn't. Uh, uh, Gareth Ainsworth, really. <laughs> Gareth Ainsworth yeah. just does what he does. I mean, the, the way set, Gareth sets up his teams, I'm kind of glad that they're not in the championship next season. Um, <laughs> oh, man, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Sunderland will be a good one. Sunderland away will be a, be a cracking day out anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, move on. Let's move on to the midfield then. So... I think the central options, there's nothing to worry about there. Maybe another one just for the depth. And I said Punich Kamara before, just because Ryan Lowe, it'll be be available for for under 500,000, I I think, Kamara. Yeah, he's running down his contract, really, isn't he? They've uh, already put out a tweet, didn't they, saying that he's he's going, basically. Yeah, uh, they've obviously said the Lynn's listening to offers. He's not going to renew his contract, which is, you know, very good. I think we should be all over it, but I know a few championship teams will probably be all over that as well. We do. What I do understand is we we are after one more central midfielder to cover for Daniel Johnson. And the names we've been linked with are Kamara and also Cameron Brannigan from Oxford. Two of the options I would be happy with. I'd be very happy with them. You know, Cameron Brannigan, we've been linked with him before. So and, you know, we. Yeah, we've been... <laughs> Every you window. Know, He's really, really um, shown his quality in League One, and I feel like he's sort of overdue that step up to the championship. So I feel like maybe, um, maybe we should take a punt on him. But I, uh, I, I'm not sure who we're going to get. But you know, those two in particular for me are the ones we should go after. So I think you know we've so the players going out now. You've got let's, let's have a look at this. You've got quite a hefty lift here. So you've got mm-hmm. Scott Sinclair, Ethan Walker, which isn't that much of a of a worry. Uh Barkusen, Brown, and Arch, Arch obviously going back. Arch is going to be the biggest loss. We'll talk about wingers anyway. So Barkusen, Walker, Sinclair. 
Um, yeah, I don't think there's, there'll be that much of a loss and they'll free up some good wages. So in terms of the wide options you're looking at, what, what are you thinking? Well, for the right-hand side, we need, we do need um, competition and uh, cover for Brad Potts, who's been an absolute revelation on that right side. And the wing-backs in this system are the most vital part of Lowe's system. They, without, without them, it, it doesn't work. And uh, we do need cover for Brad Potts because whether he can truly, you know, continue to perform that high of a, you know, that high of a, that high level performance consistently, is still yet to be seen. Um, for the right hand side, I'd be, we'd be looking at, I think we should be looking at Nathan Byrne, who we apparently are now, and um, uh, maybe, maybe look in the loan market and go for Norton Cuffey, you know was on loan at Lincoln last season, you know, had a very good season with them and uh, was, you know, just announced today as Arsenal Scholar of the Year. So, you know, uh, I don't think that'd be too bad of a, of a loan move. You know, he's done it in League One. Can he do it in the Championship? Let's see about it. And uh, But Norton Cuffey and um, Nathan Byrne are the ones we should be looking for for the right-hand side. In terms of the left-hand side, we really do need to look. Um, although we've seen Ali McCann play there I think he's better centrally and that has been so apparent in the last few games of the season Middlesbrough absolutely ran the show probably my man of the match and we've also seen Daniel Johnson used there and he's actually been really good there he's been sort of doing this creativity you know this creative he's been the creative spark on, on that side and you know if you looked if you look at the game against uh, Middlesbrough we absolutely tore them apart. They're a playoff team. We tore them apart. So maybe we don't need to look at the left-hand side, but we do need... I, I personally believe we need to get one more in in that position. Who, I'm, who, I, who I think we're going to get is... I, I still don't know because there are a lot of names. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean... There's that one at Plymouth, but then again, don't, I don't want us to really go for Plymouth players because <laughs> that won't make them very happy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we've already annoyed them as it is. And uh, I've probably annoyed them now, I'm just mentioning Cooper. And um, But in terms of the left-hand side, I, was, I'm, I did have a name in my head. I've just completely, I think it's just completely gone over my head. But yeah, we do, we do need an addition on the left-hand side because... Um, we can't really rely on McCann and um, Daniel Johnson there. Yeah, so for the right, Kane Wilson from Forest Dreams, he's out contract. Oh, yeah. And I've also seen uh, Kane Kessler. I forgot, I forgot yeah, the last Kane one. Kessler Hayden. Yeah. That one. Yeah. From Villa. Which makes sense because we have good ties with Villa. I have, I, I did watch him, to be fair, in playoffs and weren't that impressed but he's, he's only two games to be fair so but yeah he's he didn't very really good do friend James too much them. he's been very good for them to for them too and uh, I feel like you know Villa will trust us with their youngsters from now on since we, how we did with Archer yeah definitely I mean he's been <laughs> unreal since he's come on to you um, anything <laughs> do you reckon you end next season or do you I'm confident we'll get him back Really? Uh, I thought they might look to, to put him in the first team. Um, 
I mean, I think they're trying to shit Danny with this supposed clause in Jack Grealish's contract uh, contract or deal that uh, they get twenty five million for him winning the league. Um, I'm pretty sure they may they may be looking at maybe buying another striker. And I know there's been rumours that they've been looking at other strikers. Suarez. So, and as Preston as Preston fans, we've been looking at that and going, please, please, please buy a striker because we want Cameron Archer back. Cameron Archer has just been an absolute revelation. The kids took to the championship like a duck to water. Not only is he a goal scorer, in the last few games of the season, we've seen him sort of drop in and, you know, provide for Reese. And them two have really clicked now. And it would be, like, really, really disappointing if we don't get him back because we really see those two as our key to success next season. And I feel like if we were to get Archer back, then I don't know. I, I think the sky's the limit for us because them two, Reese and Archer, are absolutely amazing together. And um, I think, again, go back and look at the Middlesbrough game, the way them two linked up. It was just so, it was amazing to see. And uh, yeah, I think I'm confident that we'll get Archer back. Simply because we got that rapport, rapport with Villa and Villa, uh, and Stevie G and Ryan Lowe. And, um, you know, even Archer said if he wants to come back, if he was to go back to the championship on loan, the only club he'd go to is Preston. So that makes me a little bit more confident. Yeah. Um, in terms of striker, you just got, is he Brown really that's going? I don't, he won't be a miss, I don't think. Yeah, won't be a miss um, at all. So then you got you got Chet Evans and, and Maguire. So do you reckon maybe a backup could could be good? Uh, I feel like you know Sean Maguire is going to. I think he's going to leave simply because I just don't think he's going to. I just don't think he's good enough anymore. I feel like for the sake of his own career, he should move on. And, you know, he's been linked with Sunderland and other clubs. I forgot which clubs they were, but I only, I know Sunderland are interested, apparently. Uh, so I feel like we should move him on. I just don't think he's quite got it anymore. Chad right. Evans. Oh, yeah, Chad Evans, he offers something different. He is a runner. He, he does win the ball back. He does do a lot of things. The one thing he can't do and the striker needs to do is put the ball in the back of the net. He simply can't do that. So um, I'd be looking at a backup striker. Um, I say backup, more competition and rotational. And, uh, you know, we've been linked with Andre Gray, which, which has been, I don't even know what to make of that <laughs> because it's it's like wage. It, that We've had a problem with wages when it came to Scott Sinclair. I don't think we need another one. Um, you know, someone who's probably probably going to sit on the bench and have a high wage. We can't do that again. We need to learn from that mistake. And um, I don't know. We just maybe need to look at maybe in the, I don't even know, uh, maybe looking League One, someone, uh, I mean, the, the Cole Stockton links, but I just don't think Cole Stockton would settle for being a backup striker simply because he's, um, I think he's proved to everyone that he's a very, very capable starter. He's very, very capable. I mean, 20 plus goals in that Morecambe team is nothing to scoff at. It's mental. Uh, um, in terms of the backup strikers, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't name you any. Maybe a Premier League youngster on loan. Yeah. I mean, I can't really think of any. I mean, Troy Parrott. 
Troy Parrott, I mean, yeah, that would be um, a good one. But again, I don't think Tottenham would settle for him being a, a backup. I think we feel like we need to um, really need to explore our options because in terms of on the striker front, I've heard nothing, like, except the Andre Gray links and... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, so I think with for... the amount of players that you need in certain positions, I don't think strikers really priority by any means. Exactly, because we can keep Chad Evans and we'll be happy with that. And uh, it, it, for me, it all depends on getting Archer back. Mm-hmm. If we don't get Archer back, then I don't see what the point is really. Uh, we need to go out and find someone else. Um, but yeah, in terms of strikers. Cameron Archer is the one man we need to get back. Yep, so that's all the, the team gone through and all that. Um, we've gone through the players you'd like to sign. So let's look towards next season. Ryan Lowe in charge, first full season at Preston. What are you expecting? If we get the players that we want and that we need, I'm expecting a playoff push. It's... Um, I, I, I made a bold prediction on the Butterfly podcast that I'd say we get fifth. I'm a little bit hesitant on that now <laughs> yeah, because obviously it's a little bit bold and I was still kind of feeling very good from the Middlesbrough win. But it's like, I feel like I've seen enough for me to suggest that if we get those players, if Ryan Lowe is backed and if he, and if he gets exactly what he needs we are going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I feel like, obviously, the championship every season has that one team that people just sort of go, all right, they're a little bit of a dark horse. You know, your Lutons mm-hmm. and your... You know, I mean, Barnsley were never a dark horse, but they I, got... I put Huddersfield in the bottom three. Last year. Oh, fair, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> Huddersfield, yeah. I mean, that was a... I mean, not many people expected Huddersfield to do well, to be fair. Yeah, I put them in the bottom three, me. I was like... <laughs> I didn't do a prediction, funnily enough. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I feel like we could be that team and maybe we, if we do get what we need and if Ryan Lowe gets what he needs, then I think we could definitely be pushing for playoffs, even getting playoffs. Um, just Ryan Lowe, the way he, the way he goes about things, he, the, he, he speaks to the fans. He, he, we're all on the same page and it seems like he's really got the board behind him and you know everyone just believes in him and he he knows what he's doing and he's got a project he's got a vision and it feels like the board the hierarchy you know and the fans they all believe in it and that is one of the best things we've one of the best things I've felt in a while you know Ryan Lowe has not made me feel like has, has not made me feel like I say I say Oh, okay. I'm going to rephrase that. Any no Preston managers made me feel like this for a while. Maybe Alex Neal when he first came in, but Ryan Lowe just he says the right things. He's goes about things very, very, you know, you know, correctly, and uh, he speaks the same language as the fans. You know, he wants he, he believes in the fans, and the fans believe in him, and it's this sort of connection between the club and the fans have been repaired since he's come in. And, you know, you speak to any North End fan and they will say they are very, very optimistic and they are hopeful for the future under Ryan Lowe. If we don't get playoffs, at least we want it, we, we at least want to see some progression. Eighth, ninth, tenth, you know, knocking on the door at least. 
we want to see that progression. And uh, under Ryan Lowe, we all thoroughly believe in that. We just need the backing. And, you know, feels like the club has learned from the Alex Neal era where we were so close. We needed, we were so close so many times. We just never capitalised on it. We never added and we never backed Alex Neal. And, um, that is why, regrettably, he it cost him his job, you know. And it feels like the club's learned from that. So uh, I'm very hopeful and I'm very optimistic and I'm going for a Preston North End to go for a playoff push. Oh, that's a very bold one. I think it's so hard. I mean, I've looked at the championship, you know, all the teams confirmed now. And it's just so close. Like, I just I can't predict the top six. Yeah, the it does feel like the quality... The, the quality you know, is so high in the championship It's, it's so high and it's very minimal between the teams as well. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You need, it's Obviously, it's, it's early days yet, you know. Watford could go out and spend 50 million and then, you know, they're instantly... It's, it's how the championship is, you know. Obviously, you've got to spend money if you want to get out of it, but it can go heavily wrong if you, if you do spend it and it doesn't go right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a few teams that will have the money that they might just pull away from the rest. And I mean, just... about Watford on the, on the flip side, you never know. Rob Edwards might not work. You never yeah. know. They've got massive debt, 300 million debt, Watford. Um, you never know. So it, yeah, it's it's crazy. I think really anything could happen, you know. Anyone could finish anywhere. I mean, I think Sunderland are going to be the dark horse. I really do think Sunderland will come 12th or something, which... I don't think people will sort of expect. I think they'll expect them to just go straight back down. I feel like they'll be like Blackpool when they came up. And, you know, it hurts me to say this. Do well at Blackpool the start. Blackpool did well. Fall, they did well. You know, I feel like Blackpool, you know, Sunderland will do well. And I feel like they may get a comfortable mid-table finish. So. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so I think we've got to wrap it up now because we've got a timer on the screen. So I think it's good to wrap it up now. Um, yeah, cheers, Jack, coming on. Uh, links in the description and all that for for his Twitter and his, his podcast. So, yeah, make sure to go and support all them. Uh, yeah, cheers for coming on, Jack. Really do appreciate yeah, it. Massive. Uh, it's a massive honour, mate. Um, always up for doing these. Yeah, Thank hopefully we'll be able to do something further in the season. Um, yeah. you know, if we ever do something for Preston again, definitely give you a call. Uh, so, yeah, cheers mm-hmm. coming on. All the best for Preston this season. Uh, unless you, can, yeah, you, too, when you come to Turf more. Um, we'll be hoping <laughs> that, that you lose that one, but... Yeah, all the best. Don't forget what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thank you for watching, guys. We'll uh, see you in the next one. Let me know what club you want to see us do next, and we'll get a guest on for that. Cheers. Send a bit.